Hello, my friends, and welcome to this episode of Numa. I am, with steadfast commitment to the cause of your physical and spiritual well-being, your faithful friend and host, Daniel Finneran. Thank you so very much for joining me today. It's an absolute honor and an immeasurable joy to be able to spend some time with you. If you find this or any of my previous episodes useful, instructive, edifying, or just soothing and gentle on the ears or calming on the nerves, please consider subscribing to this channel. Our content is available on all podcast streaming services, as well as on YouTube. In today's episode, we'll cover the basics of breathing. Breathing, you ask? That most rudimentary function over which nature herself has in all her bounteousness given us complete and effortless mastery. That mindless movement of air into and out of our lungs, repeated innumerable times throughout the course of our life, for which no instruction manual is really needed. Yes, upon our entry into this world, we were all perfect breathers. Indeed, for the first couple of years of our lives, our technique was infallible. We took deep, mindful inhalations through the nose, by which the belly was filled and expanded. Once full, the abdomen would contract, and the carbon dioxide that had accumulated in the blood would be exhaled through the mouth. If you watch an infant breathe, this is precisely the way in which she does so. The neck muscles are uninvolved. The shoulders are placid. The chest is at ease. The depth is deep and the pace unhurried. Sadly, with the passage of time, with the accumulation of years and stress and worries, we've somehow unlearned this technique at which infants are far and away our superiors. I fear that the case is actually worse. Not only have we unlearned how to breathe, 
we've forgotten it completely. Too many of us in our mature stages of life fall into the inelegant and bad habit of breathing through our mouth in and out. We breathe into our upper chest, causing the elevation of our shoulders. The recruitment of our strained and overtaxed neck muscles is then needed as the integrity of our posture begins to collapse. We've become proverbial mouth breathers an unveiled term of abuse directed at those of us who are, how shall I say, at the very best, terribly uncultured, or, at the worst, intellectually deficient. Let us fix that. Today, we will relearn how to breathe correctly. To begin, I'll ask you to lie down. You can lie down on your mattress or your couch, though preferably you'd lie down on the ground. And I do mean the ground. Lying on the grass would be best. Doing so provides you with the added benefit of absorbing the Earth's energy through your skin. If you'd rather not lie on the grass, or the weather prevents you. Lie down on the floor. You can do so on the carpet or on a cushioned yoga mat. Next, bend your knees but maintain both feet flat on the floor. The heels should be a short distance away from your pelvis and buttocks. With your lower half in proper position, I want you to turn your attention to your upper half. Feel your head sink into the floor, as though all its weight drifted to the occiput, the rear. The tension between your eyes. Let that unwind. Feel your brow unfurrow 
and let the muscles around the eyes loosen up and drift backward with your head. Close your eyes and maintain a neutral gaze. Close your mouth and place your tongue on the top of your palate, just behind your front teeth. Unclench your jaw and feel the muscles around your mouth loosen and follow those surrounding your eyes outward and backward. Lower your shoulders and bring your shoulder blades, your scapulae, closer together. Now, with your posture set, I'll ask you to place one hand on your chest, your sternum, and the other on your abdomen. The hand on your abdomen should be placed where the ribs begin to diverge. It shouldn't be atop the ribs, atop the bones, but in that hand-sized gap separating the right side from the left. Now, take a deep breath in through your nose. Direct all that air you draw into the belly. Breathe into the belly. Cause the hand resting on the abdomen to rise. The elevation of that hand will signify a successful belly breath. The hand placed on your chest should remain static, unmoved. There is no motion beneath it. All the action is occurring in the abdomen, to which all the air is being directed. Feel the belly expand. When you feel as though it's expanded to its uttermost, breathe in just a little more air. You're allowed to be greedy. Inflate that belly as much as you can. 
suffer no embarrassment for having done so. Our habit is to suck in our tummy in order to look svelte and sexy and trim. How you look at this very moment is of no concern. If that is a barrier to your fully expanding the belly, understand this important fact. Gaining mastery over your diaphragm will ultimately improve your abdominal strength and the overall comeliness of your figure. To that end, I want you to follow these directions. With one hand atop the chest and the other atop the abdomen, inhale deeply. Direct the air to the belly. Expand the belly with the air. Feel the hand rise. Once you feel it's reached its highest point, breathe in a little bit more. Breathing just beyond your maximum induces a greater feeling of tranquility. Exhale through the nose and feel the belly fall. Very good. Now, I want you to remove your hands from your torso. Substitute a book for the hand that once occupied the space atop your abdomen. And select a book with some heft to it. I like to use Ulysses by James Joyce, beneath whose weight I'm at serious risk of being crushed. If you need to stand up and retrieve a book, just pause this episode and resume it once you're ready. With the book placed on your abdomen, you're going to repeat the same process. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Direct that breath down to the abdomen. Expand the belly to its outer limit, then expand it just a hair more. Exhale and feel the belly return to its original resting position. Let's repeat that one more time. Inhale deeply through the nose. Expand the belly. Expand it even further. And exhale, letting the belly return to its neutral position. Excellent. Great job. You might ask why we begin in a supine position with our backs flat on the ground. The reason is that the force of gravity is, by and large, negated, and it's easier to feel the desired movement of the belly. That said, we'll next sit upright. You can sit cross-legged on the floor, or if you prefer, 
on a chair. All the same cues for the posture of your torso apply. Shoulders down, blades together, spine straight, jaw unclenched, brow unfurrowed, mouth closed, eyes closed, one hand on the upper chest at the sternum, and one hand on the abdomen, just below and between the ribs. In this position, I'll have you inhale once again, deeply through the nose, direct the air not to the chest, at which it's been habituated to stop and gather, but deep down into the abdomen. Breathe deeply into the belly. Feel the belly expand with this vital influx of fresh air. And once you feel as though the belly is maximally expanded, breathe in just a tiny bit more. Really expand it as much as you can. Your hand should be rising. Now exhale through the nose and let the belly fall back down to its starting position. Very, very good. Let's repeat this one more time. Breathe in through the nose. Direct the air all the way down into the belly. Fill the belly with this fresh air. Give your belly the liberty to expand to its uttermost. Totally oxygenate and fill the abdomen. And exhale through the nose and let the abdomen fall back to its original resting place. Very good. If you're inclined to do so, you can now progress to performing this diaphragmatic breathing pattern while standing. We won't go through this together, but the same technique applies. You'll just ensure your feet are firmly grounded to the earth before placing one hand on the chest and the other on the abdomen. You'll then breathe in, expand the belly, and allow it to contract and fall with the exhalation. If you are new to this technique, I recommend that you perform 10 to 20 proper breaths in a supine and 10 to 20 breaths in a seated position. You should repeat this two or even three times each day. Once you feel as though you've mastered the technique, I want you to perform it in different settings. For instance, while seated in the car, take note of which segment of the seatbelt arises when you breathe. You'll now want the bottom portion to rise with your breath. When you're seated at your desk in front of your computer, look down from your keyboard and notice if your abdomen is rising and moving closer to your desk. When you're waiting in line at the grocery store, take note of whether it's your chest or your abdomen that's moving. 
Surely the line isn't moving. And perhaps simplest of all, when you're lying in bed at night, while lying on your back as you prepare to fall asleep, feel the abdomen rise and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall. There you have it. Listen to this episode. Apply the simple techniques to which it gives voice and you will have relearned the correct pattern of breathing that nature, in all her elegance, purity, and wisdom, intended. This is diaphragmatic breathing, and you can do it. Every last one of us can do it. You need only be mindful and deliberate. And soon enough, you'll be doing it unconsciously. With that, dear friend and listener, we've reached the end of today's episode. Too soon do we part, but part we must. I sincerely hope and pray that you found this episode helpful. If you did, be sure to share it with a family member and a close friend. Perhaps a mouth-breathing colleague at work would benefit from it as well. Send me an email with your thoughts to numa.finnerin at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Daniel Finnerin bidding thee farewell from Numa. <laughs>